Okay, great. Uh, so we're back uh, with insights. Uh, this is part three with Serata, and we are going to talk about what's going on next. So we talked about Stanford uh, undergrad, uh, masters, law school at Berkeley, uh, career in um, you know starting out in the states, then going to Hong Kong, and finally ending ending up in in Singapore, and working specifically in um, you know capital markets, M and A kind of stuff. What what is next? I mean, do you stay in this space and just move up? Is it linear in that regard? Uh, like now it's upward trajectory, or do you branch out? Or uh, you know, where do you see yourself five, 10, 20 years down the line? Uh, to be honest, Dane, it's a question I ask myself every day. Um, <laughs> is it staying here exactly as I am, or moving out, changing jobs, changing careers, or whatnot? I think. I mean, I kind of struggled with that over the past, especially during the recent few years, given that, you know, I'm now in my early 30s. And this is one of the most, um, it's, 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 it's the time when you, you have those midlife crises, right? Am I doing what I really <laughs> right. enjoy? Is this what I want to do for the rest of my life? Right. And especially when you are coming from Stanford, I have a lot of the friends who went out and did their own startups. Some were more successful than others. But at the same time, when you're in a, a very traditional field of a very traditional profession, right? You see all these people creating all these exciting new products and it's, it's attractive. Let's say that like, it's, mm. it seems exciting that any day there's always something new. They meet all these different people. They, they create all the things they imagine um, they want to create. And when you're in law, you don't have that kind of, kind of, freedom right there's there's it's obviously more rigid there's things you need to do every day like sometimes i work from nine to let's say 3 a.m so the the hours are demanding and mm -hmm. i wouldn't say the product i guess the product it's, it's exciting when you manage to list a company and the deal successfully closes by the same time it's not like you have that and product that's innovation innovative that's going to make a huge name for yourself so it's it's a different kind of success let's say that um so that's kind of where i struggled am i happy with where i am or do i want to try to venture out take more risks and see see what is out there because i at the same time like it's it's a very comfy space like once you're in law it pays well you're very used to the things you do mm -hmm. um you know exactly what needs to be done you know the people around you to venture out it's it's a it would be a huge um opportunity cost huge pay cut right um but at the same time you, you don't want it to be you know something that you regret not doing when you look back 10 years from now right but at least where I am right now is I think I've made peace that, you know, I do, I, I do enjoy the work that I do. It's interesting enough. And I am, I think I can comfortably say that I am relatively okay at it. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, perhaps it's, it's easy to look at those success cases and just be very envious. But I think sometimes we fail to appreciate the pressures that go into their own professions, right? It's not all the fame and glamour that, you know, magazines tend to make it out to be. Right. And while law is also difficult in its own way, I think for now, it's, 
it's fulfilling enough and I'll always be on the lookout if there you know are newer opportunities to come it's always easy to move in-house but for now I'm enjoying the law firm experience it's great I mean that's ultimately what it comes down to is that it is something you can reevaluate as much as you want, right? Um, of course, it's going to be on your mind. And, and I think what you're describing is something that a lot of people experience, which is, uh, you know, you compare your life to, to everybody on Facebook, or, or, or just what your friends are doing. But couple of things to remember, people only advertise their successes, right? So uh, as you point out that it's, it may not be a completely accurate representation of, of what their experiences uh, are. And uh, the people that maybe did do a startup and it didn't work, that that's not getting uh, talked about or posted. So um, when you compare your normal life to everybody's best version, I think most of us come up short uh, and, and we do have to try to be realistic. And I think you're, it sounds like you're doing a really good job of that. That being said, you only get one shot at this, you know, life is uh, relatively short. You said midlife crisis, early thirties. Uh, I think you'll make it past 60, you know, five or whatever, but, um, <laughs> but the fact remains there, there, there is a window, right? Um, and maybe you have gotten to the point where you paid off, uh, you know, financially paid off uh, that ISB education, that Stanford education, and, and maybe you've done enough that you can step out of your comfort zone. I think the challenge and probably what a lot of people are experiencing is that uh, it, it feels like a one or the other kind of thing. You can't move to half time and say, okay, I'm going to do my, my day job 50% of the time, and then I'll do something I love the other 50%, and I'll just take a 50% pay cut. Like Companies don't let you do that. Like you said, you're working nine to three. There's not really time for a side hustle. Uh, it would be a very permanent and big decision to kind of step into something else. So. Uh, these are these challenges are uh, I think quite normal. Um, but I, what I would urge everyone listening to do is to at least ask yourself those questions, right? Um, so it, then, are you going to have regrets? Of course, everybody has regrets. But at least you ask the questions along the way. You didn't look up and suddenly realize, oh my God, I'm I'm 50 years old and I never even considered something else. Um, and so. If, if you do keep your options open and you do question, uh, I think you can be more comfortable uh, with the decisions you make, but, um, but it does get increasingly challenging uh, because you, you realize there's a finite amount of time and, and you do look back you know, on your 17-year-old self or uh, you know, I think back to like college, I was totally gonna save the world. I should have gone to Berkeley in the 60s, you know? Uh, and, <laughs> And that becomes such a, it becomes a, I mean, fortunately what I do helps other people succeed and, and I feel like I'm contributing to their success uh, or the company's success. You know, all these big companies that we do scholarship programs for, you, you do feel like, okay, I'm helping shape Thailand. And, and that's really important to me, but it is indirect uh, to some degree. Uh, and you kind of have, want to have your own thing. Uh, and, and so it can be really difficult uh, to be true to your former self uh, or to even ask yourself, like, am I really that person? Was that the naive version of me or is that the person that I've, I was always meant to be? Um, yeah. and, and so, yeah, you're asking really tough questions, but, <laughs> but they are the right yeah. questions. Um, I mean, and it's, 
I mean, we're Please. always taught, right, that like um, to pursue our own passions, right? But at the end of the day, you do have to recognize that there's an overlap between your passions and your strengths. So even if you're passionate about something, then but you still need to do something that you're actually good at. So it, it's a fine line, right? Like right. finding something that you actually can do, even though you know you know you might be passionate about a certain thing, you wish you could pursue the same career but let's say I'm I don't have the CSTS I don't have those programming skills so that's not an area that I can venture into Mm -hmm. but just kind of finding that strength find kind of enhancing it building on it and finding your own niche I think even if one day you decide to change your career those skills will still be valuable in some way especially given how global the, the world has become how how you just need different kind of people different experiences on a team so in some way or another i think your skills will be valued oh for sure i mean you could do anything you wanted i mean the thing is it's not as siloed as it used to be right um yeah. and especially in the startup space the tech space like not everybody has to be able to program, right? Someone was making fun of Elon Musk recently saying he couldn't code. <laughs> Does that stop him from being the richest guy on the planet? No. Um, so, uh, you know, that's that's not there. You need uh, a lot of different people um, uh, to contribute. Um, and you need... Uh, you need a lot of different uh, mental uh, abilities, a lot of different uh, emotional abilities uh, to contribute uh, to what is now a very complicated uh, space because all the stuff that was really simple and siloed, that's been done. So all the new stuff is a lot more complicated than that. Um, so I've, I've always been a big advocate of the marketplace of ideas where everybody puts, to, puts forward these different ideas. They compete in the, in the marketplace of the boardroom and the best ideas make their way out. Um, and I think you you definitely can contribute to that, whatever your degree was. So uh, so yeah, I, I think knowing that those options are still open, uh, whether you studied computer science or not, uh, you would still definitely have a lot to contribute. Um, and it'll be interesting and fun, uh, just like I've loved watching you over the last 15 years, I think it'll be fun to watch you over the, over the next 15. So, um, so, if, Congratulations on all of your success. Uh, It is extraordinary what you've uh, managed to do so far. I know it is the envy of a lot of people out there, definitely our listeners. Uh, And then, of course, it's not the end of the story, right? There's still more to come. Hopefully it goes a little easier from here. (laughs) But I'm really glad at least uh, we've been keeping in touch. And yeah, Yeah. let's keep in touch. Absolutely, Strata. Well, I really appreciate this. was excited to hear about all this. And I think uh, not just fun for me, but really helpful for everybody out there. So thank you for taking the time today. And uh, like you said, we'll do better about keeping in touch and we'll do another episode in, in five years and, and see what's going on. <laughs> You're most welcome. All Great right, thanks so you. much. All right, bye-bye. Okay.